Thursday morning on this day 23 in the counting of the Omer. Uh, Dr. Richie Schlussel is with us live via telephone. Uh, you'll re- you'll recall that he co-chaired what is being looked back on as one of the most successful NORPAC missions ever. We called it NORPAC 1000 in honor of the 1,000 participants. And I want to tell you something, folks. Last Tuesday and Wednesday, the show that we did, you'll recall, was Wednesday morning and the entire NORPAC day was Wednesday. Last Tuesday and Wednesday in Washington were drenching days. Tuesday was terrible weather-wise. Wednesday was 10 times worse than that. (laughs) Tuesday was awful. We got drenched. Wednesday, I'm telling you, 100 times worse. And people came out, spent the day on the bus, which was not an easy ride back and forth in that weather, and in between spent really quality hours in Washington, D.C., doing an amazing job. Uh, Dr. Schlussel is with us live via telephone in the aftermath of NORPAC 1000. Uh, Dr. Richie Schlussel, welcome back to JM in the AM. Nachum, thanks so much. I, uh, I actually have some exciting news. Yeah, let's hear. Uh, to update you, but before I do that, I just want to spend a minute, do this a little bit nervously, switching roles. You're known as the radio host extraordinaire, the pros pro at interviews. I want to switch roles and interview you for a minute and see what your impression was of the NORPAC mission when you were down there. What did you think? Well, no, it was remarkable. I think what I just said sums it up in terms of the dedication and devotion of the people who spent the day in Washington, you do agree with me that it was not exactly the most pleasant day to be in the nation's capital, right? I think one measure of the success, and, and I'll tell you some of them in a moment, but one measure, I, was, I just felt terrible for people having to get around the city and back and forth in that rain. And everybody that I spoke to and I started to apologize, they said, don't apologize. It was a great day. Wow. It didn't matter one bit. We had important work to do. We did it. We accomplished things. We had a great time. Forget about the weather. It was fantastic. And I was amazed by that response. Yeah, that's amazing. Is right. A lot of dedicated people. And I'll tell you, I was impressed by the, uh, you know, we were at the plenary session and heard some great presentations. And uh, it is amazing to me. And I, I said this to myself a few times as I'm sitting there and listening to government officials. It is amazing to me how dedicated some members of Congress are uh, to the to the to the cause, how dedicated they are to uh, the relationship between America and Israel, how dedicated they are to this, uh, you know, to the entire mission, to, to everything that NORPAC is doing. Have they encouraged everybody to keep coming down to Washington, and be in touch with them on a regular basis? I was really amazed, and it, and it, I, I was reflecting on how different things have been in other countries and during different eras. Uh, you have to admit we're living in an unprecedented time and place. We're, we're very, very privileged. There's a tiny slice of history where uh, Jews have been able to participate in their government and to uh, participate at the highest levels, but also as citizens to ask what they think is important and to find a receptive audience when they uh, ask those elected officials. So just to give you a sense about what happened in concrete ways, people sometimes wonder, did I accomplish anything? Was it worth it? In the first 48 hours after our NORPAC mission last Wednesday, listen to what happened. We were advocating for legislation called the Hezbollah International Financial Prevention Act, right. basically to sanction Hezbollah. Before we got to Washington, there were 24 congressmen who co-sponsored the legislation, and none 
in three weeks leading up to the mission. That day, we got 33 extra names that day. Wow. And we're already up to 87 co-sponsors because of the NORPAC mission. Wow. And in addition, when our members met with Senator Mark Rubio in the Senate, he said that he wanted to co-introduce the legislation on the Senate. So now we're going to have legislation not only in the House and the Senate, thanks to our advocacy. Another big thing, on that day, we did something that everybody told us we wouldn't be able to do, which was to get another senator to co-sponsor the Iran sanctions bill. And the reason people were pessimistic is that President Obama, no uh, uncertain terms, has promised that he would veto that legislation and has personally pressured the senators not to sign on. Right. And that day, we were able to have a receptive meeting with Senator John Walsh, Democrat of Montana, who co-sponsored the legislation that day. Um, a Democrat. And the last two things that I'll tell you, we got incredibly receptive reception on the issue of BDS, boycott, divestment, sanctions against Israel. We spoke with members of Congress who were in areas that maybe didn't have large Jewish populations. They had no idea this was going on. And Representative Alan Grayson, a Democrat from Florida, has prepared legislation to cut off funding for higher education institutions which support BDS. Wow. And they were all on board with uh, trying to prevent that. But I think in some ways the biggest thing that happened since uh, our mission, we went down very, very specifically to meet with very targeted audiences in, in the House on the Armed Services Committee about missile defense funding. All of the people in your audience know about Iron Dome. Well, the budget proposed for this fiscal year cut the funding for Iron Dome uh, by quite a lot of money, down $200 million. News breaking this week is that missile defense funding was not only restored by the House to the prior levels, but was increased above and beyond that by $350 million more than the original budget. Amazing. So, all the people that we know and love in Israel, our relatives, our friends, the soldiers, who are all living under this in invisible umbrella, now have a bigger umbrella and a stronger umbrella to live under, under the threat of missile attack. And all this was, all this was done by, uh, by rabbis, by lay leaders, by regular folks, by students, by college kids, everybody who was part of that group on Wednesday. It's, uh, you, have, you don't have to be a, a pro, a veteran, an experienced person as you saw and as you spoke about on your excellent show, and, and again, kudos to you for your show down there, to Miriam Wallach, to Mark Zomick, for putting on an amazing show. Um, but as you spoke about, the talking points are all prepared for people. It's easy to speak about. You can speak as much or as little as you want. But uh, just the mere numbers of a 1,000 people coming there makes a huge impression and impact. Dr. Schlussel, should we go for NORPAC 1100 next year? I'll see you at 1100, and I'll raise you to 12. You think we can hit 1200? With your help, Nachum, I I have no doubt. 1200 would be that would be an unbelievable number, <laughs> uh, folks. You just, you just keep telling people throughout the year how amazing and how impressed you are with the experience, folks. Will you help us get way past a thousand and get us to NORPAC 1200 for next year? That's a big question. Information about NORPAC's activities all through the year. And obviously the uh, the one day in Washington that's uh, like none other. You can go to you can go to Norpac's website and check it out. I'm sorry, that, what were you saying? No, I, you you made uh, one last very good point, which is um, Norpac isn't a one day a year organization. We have parlor meetings and uh, very private sessions with members of Congress in the tri-state area. Wherever you live, we're probably going to have different uh, congressmen and senators coming up to meet us 
here locally. And we invite everybody to look at the website at NORPAC to see how you can participate during the year. Those meetings make a strong mission, and the mission makes those meetings stronger. So it's a it's a very active group throughout the year with our members of Congress. By the way, two other things I learned on Wednesday. Ted Cruz, better speaker than I thought. He had the place going. And if you're from the Garden State, and you know that I am uh, originally from the Garden State of New Jersey, you got to be very proud of Senator Menendez. I don't think that there are ten people in the history of the Senate who have done more for the U.S.-Israel relationship than Senator Menendez. He is a true hero, and some of the speakers mentioned how he has stood up to tremendous pressure from in and outside his party to do the right thing on Iran and, and other issues related to Israel. He's amazing. Really incredible. Thank you, Dr. Schlussel. Call a vote to you and everybody at NORPAC. Thursday morning broadcast, it's JM in the AM.